This is LBC News. 8.22 now. So, China's president has signalled the nation will send new pandas to the United States to strengthen the relationship between the two superpowers. Xi Jinping has called them envoys of friendship between the Chinese and American peoples. He and Joe Biden have held their first face-to-face meeting in a year, which concluded just as the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Summit takes place in San Francisco. We can now head live to San Francisco to speak to LBC News US correspondent Simon Marks. Uh, Simon, thanks for being with us this evening. Um, A much scrutinised meeting uh, between the two leaders last night. Yes, absolutely, David. And what a difference a week makes. I mean, it was literally only about eight or nine days ago that the last remaining pandas in American zoos were crated up and flown back to China. And now, as you said there, President Xi Jinping indicating that pretty soon panda diplomacy might be revived. And that is just one element of a diplomatic relationship that both President Biden and President Xi say they were able to revive uh, during the their four hours of talks yesterday held at the Flololi uh, uh, Historic House and Estate, uh, about 40 minutes south of us here uh, in San Francisco. Uh, an estate that, by the way, uh, some of our listeners may, may be very familiar with, even though they don't realise it. Because if you've seen the film The Wedding Pla- Planner, starring Jennifer Lopez, or if back in the 80s you were a fan of Dynasty, uh, starring Joan Collins, Uh, you will remember that the house served as the backdrop uh, for both of those Hollywood productions and indeed yesterday we saw images of President Xi and President Biden walking through uh, the grounds of this estate after their talks ended. Uh, Both sides say that they uh, achieved positive outcomes uh, including uh, an agreement uh, simply to be able to pick up the phone and call one another in the event of crises developing or turbulence developing uh, in their future relationship. Uh, And that is in and of itself an indication of just how low the bar was going into these talks because President Biden, before he left Washington to come here, indicated that for him, success would look like uh, him uh, having the ability now to pick up the phone and engage in telephone diplomacy uh, directly with President Xi Jinping because, of course, they've not been able to do that for the last year since the relationship went went off the rails for a whole host of reasons, Uh, the principal one being uh, President Biden's order back in February to shoot down that uh, surveillance balloon that drifted into American airspace. President Biden has been here at the Moscone Center in San Francisco within the last hour, uh, briefing world leaders attending the APEC summit on the outcome uh, of his talks with President Xi. Uh, He uh, announced or uh, once again underscored that one of the outcomes was going to be the resumption of military-to-military ties uh, that were scrubbed, uh, ran, uh, routine communications between the two militaries that were shelved after the balloon was shot down. Uh, and when he uh, referred to that uh, during his speech to the APEC leaders here, uh, as you'll hear, he received very positive reaction to that announcement. I again emphasize to President Xi that the United States does not seek conflict. And yesterday we announced resumption of military-to-military communication channels to reduce the risk of accidental miscalculation. And it exists. (laughs) 
This is not, as my generation would say back in the day, this is not all kumbaya, but it's straightforward. It's straightforward. We have real differences in Beijing when it comes to maintaining fair and level economic playing field and protecting your intellectual property. We're going to continue to address them with smart policies and strong diplomacy. And there were other positive outcomes uh, that the president hailed, including uh, a commitment by President Xi that the Chinese government will do more now to crack down on the illicit trade in the chemicals uh, that are used to make fentanyl. You don't have to walk too far from this convention center to see the toll that fentanyl addiction is uh, taking in the United States. Uh, it is now the largest cause of death among Americans between the age uh, ages of 18 and 45 uh, and so the authorities in San Francisco and in towns and cities all over the country will certainly welcome the news that the Chinese may be willing to do more to crack down on the uh, gangs that are engaged in that uh, drug trafficking uh, from China. Uh, the president also says that there are going to be all sorts of engagements at a government to government level on uh, a variety of different issues including uh, an exchange of experts to look at the challenges posed by uh, artificial intelligence, but also the opportunities created uh, by that technology. Uh, and that uh, not just uh, in that area, but in a host of other areas, the two governments will now resume uh, relatively routine interactions. I'm bound to say, though, that there's a caveat that goes along with that, David, because we heard exactly the same outcomes uh, a year ago, the last time these two men met uh, on the fringes of the G20 summit in Bali, right after after that, they were both predicting uh, that everything was going to move in a more positive direction in that bilateral relationship and that uh, people were going to be moving back and forth between the United States and China to advance all of the uh, various issues that they had discussed. And then, of course, the relationship went completely off the rails. And there were a whole raft of issues yesterday that they sort of agreed to disagree over, including Taiwan. Uh, China urged President Biden to stop sending arms to uh, Taiwan. Uh, President Biden urged President Xi uh, not to interfere in Taiwan's upcoming election uh, process. Uh, also, uh, the United States uh, insisting that it continues to have ironclad commitments uh, to protecting its uh, treaty allies in the Indo-Pacific region. So all sorts of uh, sensitive uh, issues uh, that continue uh, in a way not just to bedevil the U.S. relationship with China, uh, but also this APEC summit. We're just seeing the lead leaders here gathered uh, for the APEC summit, assembling for the family photograph. President Biden, uh, pretty close to President Xi, although I see uh, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau uh, and uh, Australia's Anthony Albanese uh, between them. Um, this is uh, an APEC summit that itself uh, has an uncertain outcome. We're waiting for news about what kind of a joint declaration may emerge from this summit at the end of this week, uh, because they're not just here talking about economic ties. There's also, of course, the backdrop of the conflict in Gaza uh, and the ongoing Russian war in Ukraine uh, that leads to division around a table that brings the United States together with uh, 20 other countries, including Russia and China, and also including Indonesia and Malaysia, who have both obviously got enormous uh, Islamic populations and have been very critical uh, of the Biden administration's uh, handling of the uh, ongoing Israeli assault on Gaza and President. 
President Biden's failure to call for a ceasefire. So uh, everyone here digesting what took place at that summit meeting between President Biden and President Xi yesterday. Uh, President Biden and President Xi here right now at the Moscone Center participating in today's uh, leaders meeting at APEC. Uh, they both insist uh, there's a reset now underway in the U.S. relationship with China. Uh, let's see if that's where things really head in the course of the next few months or whether once again there might be unexpected developments, unforeseen issues that crop up in the relationship uh, and once again uh, send it back into the deep freeze. Simon, thank you very much for joining us. Simon Marks live in San Francisco at the Apex Summit for us this evening.